Welcome to the Cabin Cast, your getaway primer. Hello. Hello. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. And you are a ways away again. Yes. I'm back in Montana at my parents' house. So I'm sitting here on Big Mountain where there's lots of snow. A big sky Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The sun was out this morning. So that was beautiful. The clouds came in, but that's okay. I'm hoping it snows all night. And then we have beautiful, sunny skiing tomorrow. I think oh, I heard awesome. it was a blizzard by you guys back in Wisconsin today, though. Was it yes. snowy? Yeah, l- last week we got like crazy 55-degree weather, which melted our amazing snow base, set us back a little bit for the Christmas, you know, white Christmas season. But we just got three to four inches here. So and you guys are, it, it'll be, you know, posting this on Christmas Eve. So Merry Christmas Eve to all our listeners. Yeah. So hoping that that should continue and carry through. So we'll have a white Christmas in the Northwoods. Yep, that would be great. And we've shared often that I have bigger kids now, and uh, my kids are 13 to 21. There's five of them that range in those teenage young adult years, and yours are younger. So it's kind of fun to hear and look back. I see on Instagram the things that your wife, Sam, posts. Lots of fun, young Christmas activities. What are some of your kids' favorite things to do for the holidays? They're loving the elf on the shelf for sure. We have uh, three elves that visit our house. I think it's Buddy Blizzard, Jingle Jangle, and oh, I can't think of the last one. Oh man, I'll have to try and think of that. But th- three different one elves per that kid, one per kid. Each okay. kid has their own elf that watches them. That's how uh, that's how my kids behave. We need three elves on on, uh, <laughs> on, on <a> patrol <laughs> at all times. But they're yeah. enjoying that, so um, that's always a good time. And then uh, they, you know, love the you know, go tell Santa what you want. And I guess the Santa that they went to the other day, it was like a breakfast with Santa thing had like a, a visible beard string on when they went to it. And he kept pulling his beard down to drink from his coffee while all the kids were standing there. So, you know, my kids realized that this was not the real Santa and that this was just a friend of Santa's there just to kind of collect some good things. So um, that was made very clear to me. Yeah. Santa with a sense of humor. Yeah. And then my daughter asked for a, a, a baby sister, which she's oh. wanted last year and didn't get. And it's sadly, I don't see that happening again this year, but oh. it is something she's dreaming of. And my wife is like, maybe a babysitter. So mom and dad could <laughs> oh. go out to dinner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, Santa misunderstood. Yeah. Shoot. Sitter. Yeah. Otherwise, so, everyone should keep listening to every episode of the podcast in the coming years to see, you know, find out. Yeah. If yeah. she gets her wish, yeah. <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, those are fun. And then just, you know, Christmas traditions. Do you guys have specific? Do you always go to Montana for Christmas? We always go to Montana. We've gone here for, I guess this might be our 22nd or 23rd year. So before I had kids. I can remember coming when I was pregnant. So this is the Christmas my kids know. And, you know, there's so many, so many things, even though they're grown up, even though I'm still grown up, I'm still here with my parents for Christmas. And we go up to the, they live right on the ski slope. So we walk up to the little village on the mountain and Santa skis down. 
on Christmas Eve. So he's in a torchlight parade where all the ski instructors, my kids even participated one year and carried torches down the mountain and Santa's at the back. And so it's really fun. Even though we're big kids, we get so excited to go see Santa come, come to town. And then when we get walk back to the house, um, somehow Santa has come and dropped off a gift. We open a gift every Christmas Eve and the pajama trend has, I think my mom started it in the seventies because I've been in matching pajamas my whole life at Christmas time. And so it still happens. And sometimes we have, if my siblings are all here with all their kids, I mean, there's, there could be 30 of us here and we all are in matching pajamas. So pajamas are here. Santa skis down the mountain, somehow gets the pajamas dropped off at our house. And it's just one of the most fun traditions. We have jingle bells on and we are all dressed up and (laughs) we get silly. And all the, in the morning, Christmas morning, the kids start with stockings and they all pile into my parents' bed. So they're getting big now and they still try to all stuff into my parents' bed to open their stockings in the morning. It's pretty cute. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. And do they, do you still have kids that get up super crazy early? No, they don't like to get up early anymore. So that's, that's awesome. It's more now that I'm ready for them to get up. Yeah. The, uh, my daughter started that. I mean, she's like in the five o'clock, five a.m. range. She's so excited for Christmas. She woke up like five days left till Christmas. She's like waking everyone up. And then she said, mom told me to come wake you up. And then my wife later, I'm like, why did you tell her to wake me up this early? She's like, I did not tell her that. She just completely (laughs) made that up. So yeah, we're always excited. We're always so like, wait till we get our coffee. Let us get, you know, the big people. Let us get settled. Yeah, and we always have uh, spinach balls. I mean, not spinach, uh, sausage balls is our big favorite thing to have. Cinnamon, my mom's homemade cinnamon rolls and sausage balls for Christmas morning, too, then. Hey, it's Kristen. I'm here to tell you about White Arrow's Home. White Arrow's Home is a lifestyle brand that shares a warm and cozy mix of design ideas, inspirational style, and personal journeys from the backdrop of the Wisconsin Northwoods and my lakeside log cabin home. I love sharing daily inspiration for you on my blog, through social media, and in my shop. At White Arrow's Home, you can shop in person in the store, but also online from anywhere. You'll find a mix of antique, vintage, and new furniture, accessories, and gifts carefully curated to fit our brand of classy cabin and cottage decor, campy style, and always a heavy sprinkling of plaids. New products come in the shop daily with decor that will let you bring Northwoods Living into your own home and style spaces that are inviting, beautiful, and make family and friends want to linger longer. Lots of good stuff, and we'd love to hear from our listeners if you have special things that you do every Christmas with your family and, and uh, if that's a tradition that's continued through the years or if it's something new that you're starting as your you know family grows and changes, that's always fun too. So, you know, you kind of shift depending on where you move and where your family's at, you know, as life changes, it's fun to gather your traditions together with your spouse and kind of figure out your own stuff and do that stuff too. And you bring in each bring some things that you really loved and maybe let some things go that didn't mean a ton to you. It's super fun just to kind of make that blend and come up with your own thing for a family. Yeah. I have, I have kids now that are old enough to start, you know, we're going to do grasshoppers on Christmas Eve. So there's a few that are old enough now to to have a little something in their grasshopper, but it's still easy yeah. to make it where there's some that are non-alcoholic too. 
So yeah, it is fun to see how things change and what traditions they demand that we keep and which ones they're okay if if we try something new. So it's neat. Yeah, my kids yeah. are all right now down playing sequence. That's their favorite game. They love oh, fun. sequence. And then the other one is things. Have you ever played that yet? No, no. I mean, we're in that weird range where if we're at a party, right, with our family, yeah, there's no way all the parents could just play board games and let chaos reign with the children. You just, it I doesn't work. That might be kind of interesting. Just like yeah. if, the elves, <laughs> if the elves are watching, you might be able to get away with it. If the elves are babysitting. Right, right. Yeah. And then if, you know, later, I, I am, I love board games and my wife's family hasn't done a ton of them, but as the kids get older, it's really fun with some of the older cousins that come around that start to, you know, pull out the card deck or get games out that are a little more sophisticated. But my kids are just starting to get, we play Candyland. I was playing Shoots and Ladders just the yeah. other day. So I'm getting excited for them to start understanding the rules a little bit more and, and diving in. Uh-huh. That will be fun. Well, when, we, when you're with your siblings and the older family, then you got to get the game of things because it's just laughter the whole time. The entire time you have to guess oh. who said the funny things and oh um, perfect yeah like my kids beg after dinner to play this game as a family so i'd love to know some of our listeners favorite games too because it is a, a fun way to get everybody involved you know if there's new in-laws in the family or a friend has come along playing games really helps um, to make everybody have something to do and fit in, get to know each other better. So that's a fun one to do. My mom even gifted a bunch of games to a friend down the street. It's a great, great family gift to give to people. Yeah. We're actually having a meal catered this year, which is kind of fun too. Um, instead of, so right now my oven at my house has one burner that works. Oh gosh. So you, you can't there. cook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't cook anything. And I've had it, I've let it go for quite a long time knowing I was hoping, you know, appliances would, the time frames would come back in and, and get yeah. a little easier to find, but I ended up finding a new stove or range to cook with, but it's going to miss the holidays. So I'm like, there's no way I can put together a Christmas dinner for my in-laws and everybody with one burner. So there's a really great place that does really nicely priced, reasonable Christmas meals. They must do it for a whole bunch of families and you can kind of just pick an a la carte menu um, that serves a, a bunch of people. So we're having a few people over on Christmas. We're going to my in-laws on Christmas Eve. All the cousins will get along and then um, there's some really great you know, f- fun traditions that we do. Santa usually stops by for the kids on Christmas Eve um, and brings a few little things and then we head home and my mom used to do a tradition with PJs, too, uh, where we would all open up our pajamas. <laughs> they wouldn't match, but we'd all get pajamas on Christmas Eve, and then everyone would be looking good for photos in the morning right? Yeah, on, on Christmas Day. So that was always fun. Yeah. That um, but I, I found a couple things. I wanted to – it's uh, 50 fun questions about Christmas that I wanted to just give you a couple quizzes. I'm not going to go through all 50. All 50? Oh, good. Yeah, you you have to get them all right. Oh, uh, my gosh. No. So I have a few of them, though, I want to see. Okay. Are you ready? Um, I'm ready. Okay, get your, your Christmas, your elf hat on. So yeah. which one of Santa's reindeer has the same name as another holiday mascot? Cupid. Oh, that was fast. Good one. Ooh. In the song Winter Wonderland, what do we call the snowman? Oh, goodness. I'm going to have to sing the whole song through my head. 
I don't I don't know this in one. In the meadow we can build a snowman and pretend that he is Parson Brown. Yeah. There you go. I don't know who Parson Brown is, but that counts as singing for me. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. How many gifts were given in total on the 12 days of Christmas? Oh, I, you didn't say this was a math <laughs> quiz. Not that might, that might be a tough. Yeah. Oh, I can, I I can just tell you that one. But it's not. I'd have to, to do all the little. Yeah. So can you get, just guess? Together. Well, it's, uh-huh. it's the whole thing. It's because they, they count them as each day. They right. give all of them. So yeah. they, they counted this as a multiplier. So what's your guess? Oh, gosh. 105. <laughs> 364. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that person, whoever got that is got some definite thank you notes to write. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Which fairy tale was the first gingerbread house inspired by? Oh goodness. Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Bingo. See, keep me away from math and I'll do okay. I know. What was the name of the last ghost that visits Scrooge in a Christmas carol? Oh gosh. I don't, I, that one I don't know. That's the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Oh, I thought you we wanted I thought you wanted a real name like Marley or some of the other characters in the story. I didn't know it was gonna be like the ghost of Christmas past. Yep, that was the last one. Okay. What is the best selling Christmas song ever? Oh goodness. I'll be home for Christmas. White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Oh, okay. That is one of my favorites. I cannot get enough Bing Crosby. Over Christmas. Okay, this is a weird one. I didn't. I don't even understand. What popular Christmas song was actually written for Thanksgiving? Oh, good question. I'm interested to know this one. I don't... Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells. Yeah. No. I think we should... Thanksgiving should take that back. Take it back? Yeah. Yeah, dashing through the snow with your turkey on the sleigh. Yes, right? Yeah. 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 The pumpkin Um, pie and the... What was the first company that used Santa Claus in advertising? Macy's. Coca-Cola. Oh. Yeah. They, I have they, seen they just, some cool Santa Coca-Cola. Yeah, they do a good job co-opting that one. So I know. I went into marketing. the grocery store the other day, and there was a really cool vintage-looking Coca-Cola Santa sign. And I thought, oh, I wonder what they're going to do with that when they're done with it. I might need to go by the dumpster a couple times. <laughs> where did Oh, where did there arise such a clatter? Um, up on the roof, there rose such a clatter. It's from the night before. On the lawn. On the lawn, there rose such a clatter. I rose from my bed to see what was the matter. Yeah, that's weird. On the lawn. I thought it was the roof, too. So we might have to fact check some of these. Right? Three of Santa's reindeer names begin with the letter D. What are those names? Dasher, Donner, and Dancer. Dancer, yeah. Yeah. Those are good. The you know, it's it's interesting that Santa has two reindeer named Dancer and Vixen. That's right? interesting names. <laughs> so yeah, good. I think you did awesome. That was pretty good. I'm not get like I said, I won't go through all fifty. The Cabin Cast is brought to you by Roughing It in Style. On the Cabin Cast, we talk a lot about making memories. But what makes a home or getaway more likely to create those cherished times? The Interiors team at Roughing It in Style is here to help you find that perfect memory-making balance in your home. The balance between gathering and privacy, form and function, relaxation and entertaining. 
we have two showrooms stocked with furniture, decor, and lighting. Our up north store is in Harshaw, Wisconsin, 10 miles south of Minocqua, and our out west store sits on the doorstep of the Rockies in Fort Collins, Colorado. Find out more and plan your visit today at roughingitinstyle.com. Then the other thing that I found that I thought was super funny is, you know, when you're looking for like a blog post (laughs) and you're looking for a good article and you come upon one that's either written by someone that probably English isn't their first language or it was completely put together by artificial intelligence. Yeah. So this article is from inspirecampers.com, essential tips for spending Christmas in a cabin. I'm like, oh, perfect. Yeah. This is great. There's no author, so I don't feel like I'm going to hurt anyone's feelings here. So here's, this was definitely not written by a human being that understands Christmas. So I'm going to read just a couple articles. So what to do during Christmas in a cabin. Now that you have an idea of what to pack as part of a spending Christmas in a cabin, it's time to unfold what you can do to make the experience even better. Explore the scenic mountains. Depending on the exotic place you camp at, you can explore it. Traverse and hike on the mountains while viewing scenic lakes and tall mountains. The Great Smoky Mountains, pictured above, have a great taste of natural exploration with the lake in between the mountains there are many attractions to look for playing with your family playing with your family is also one of the indispensable and essential tips for spending christmas at a cabin when you go home you'll be caught up with work and your kids will be caught up with schoolwork too so you'll not have enough time to play fully with your kids christmas seasons are the best times to play with family whichever place you choose make sure it has sporting games you can take advantage of golf tennis picket ball You name them, could be the best choices to play with your loved ones. Family reunion. The other option is to have a family reunion at a Christmas cabin. This includes your extended family to enjoy the holidays together. The fun can be great. What is pickleball? I think they mean pickleball. Um, (laughs) Pickleball Learn from local culture. One of the best feelings of spending a Christmas in a foreign environment is to integrate with locals and learn their diversified cultures and activities. Oh my goodness. Explore various traditions, menu, and even get a glimpse of new languages. It's one of the considerations you wouldn't want to miss out on in a quest to create a memorable Yuletide celebration. So I thought that was good. That's hilarious. Um, Essential tips for spending Christmas in a decorated cabin. Although we repeat this, yeah, Christmas tree. (laughs) Although we repeat this, we feel we need to reiterate because a holiday decoration without a Christmas tree is incomplete. It serves as the crux of all the decorations. Choose a compact tree and adorn it with relevant ornaments and twinkling lights symbolic of the Yuletide theme. Perhaps take two trees and put the one in the cabin while the other is welcoming guests at the deck. Whether you consider a shrub, pine tree, or conical tree, it's still fine. And then I'll read one more because this is my favorite. Inflatable accessories. (laughs) Although although the inflatable items may seem a bit awkward when you have decided to have only natural things in your precinct, they are also helpful in decors. There is a variety of these items, such as candies. Do not make them huge. What's (laughs) enticing is that you can simply deflate them when the party is (laughs) over. So those are... I'm Some still I'm still huck, hooked on the relevant Christmas ornaments. Yes, relevant Christmas relevant. ornaments. Mm-hmm. And then when you say in your precinct, I just picture that all the it's at the police station. Right. Yeah, I I'm hoping to avoid the precinct when I, for my Christmas family gathering for I, sure. So. I did hear a story one time about 
someone who went to someone's house and, you know, you usually see the blow up things in people's yards, but these people had them inside. Oh, not just one. They had those blow up things in their house. That sounds like a home alone thing where they're trying to just, you know, fill their house with guests to keep burglars away. Something. I mean, I just can't. Oh my goodness. It's just to picture that. I guess it could yeah. be a really kind of fun party, but yeah, I still, whenever room. I see a cutout of Michael Jordan, I think of home alone you yeah. know, where he has it on the train <laughs> moving around. And oh. then, uh, Oh yeah. For what's your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite Chris. I, I love the preacher's wife. That's my all time favorite one with Whitney Houston and Denzel Washington. I absolutely love that one. And a lot of people have never seen it and don't know about it. It's kind of a, a hidden one, but I love the music and I love the movie. Yeah, I'm an Elf fan. I, th- I think Elf's pretty hilarious. And yeah. then, um, are you uh, like Die Hard? Do you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? Have you heard of that? Do you, the uh, uh, argument about yeah, that? I have, and I've never considered it a Christmas movie. Some of it's because the first time I watched it, it was my first date with Brian. No kidding. Yes. So what he did? So we, I was house sitting for some people. We were in college, and. I had him come over. We were going to watch a movie and he, this is back in the day when you'd go rent a movie at, you know, Blockbuster or family video. So he went and rented Die Hard and he watched it first, then came over to watch it with me (laughs) so that he could sound really smart, like predicting the movie as it went. Oh, that's awesome. Oh my gosh, I bet this is going to happen. And then it would happen. (laughs) You must have thought, wow, this guy is like really got the got it yeah, down. Like he could write movies. Yeah. Yes. I always think of it a little more romantically because it was it was a first date movie, not a Christmas oh, movie for me. But what do you think? Um, I think it is an action movie that takes place during Christmas. That okay. I guess that's my feeling, my general feeling. Yeah. Because it's not like you oh, you don't get in the Christmas mood and then pop die hard in. It's not it doesn't have a ton of you know, Christmas vibes. It's you're not going to see it on the Hallmark channel or lifetime or something, but still it's a great movie and it definitely works during Christmas, but you know, it's probably something I'll avoid showing my kids until they're a little older. Yeah. They can, you can wait a little while till they're like my kids age. Yeah. But we still do all the traditional Christmas movies. You know, there's some that I love to curl up with my daughters and watch like the holiday, some of them that are a little more chick flick. And then the whole family loves to always watch Christmas vacation and, and all those Christmas story. So, yeah. Oh, this is the other, this is the, a new um, tradition that my wife and I started for our kids. So we got 24 different kids books and we gift wrapped all of them. And then <laughs> every day one of my kids gets to open one of the books and that's the book we read at night. Yeah. So that's it. really fun. And then we just rewrap it at the, you know, of the year and then slowly add books as the kids get a little bit older and kind of, yeah. you know, gain. So we read the Grinch the other night and that was just really fun. The kids were super into that. I love it. Well, and speaking of that, I brought one of my favorite books of all time. And I know a lot of our listeners, it's, they love this series too. The little house in the big woods. And I can't really go through a Christmas at the cabin without thinking of this book. And I loved reading these to my kids. I know, Eric, we've talked about that, too, that you guys just love reading aloud, not just at Christmas with this new tradition. I love your doing, but all the time. Um, And I think Farmer Boy from the Little House series was my favorite to read to the kids. But Little House in the Big Woods is it's a 
pretty special one. So I was just going to read a little excerpt from this one at Christmas time, because often we talk on here about what has changed and what has not changed. And so many things about loving the cabin or the same thing that it was back in Laura Ingalls cabin life. Christmas was coming. The little log house was almost buried in snow. Great drifts were banked against the walls and windows, and in the morning when Pa opened the door, there was a wall of snow as high as Laura's head. Pa took the shovel and shoveled it away, and then he shoveled a path to the barn, where the horses and the cows were snug and warm in their stalls. The days were clear and bright. Laura and Mary stood on chairs by the window and looked out across the glittering snow at the glittering trees. Snow was piled all along their bare, dark branches, and it sparkled in the sunshine. Icicles hung from the eaves of the house to the snowbanks, great icicles as large at the top as Laura's arm. They were like glass and full of sharp lights. Pa's breath hung in the air like smoke when he came along the path from the barn. He breathed it out in clouds, and it froze in white frost on his mustache and beard. When he came in, stamping the snow from his boots and caught Laura up in his bear's hug against his cold, big coat, his mustache was beaded with little drops of melting frost." So that's what we're all hoping for this year is all that good snow. And then there's a part where it talks about making candy from the maple syrup. So it made me think Ooh. of an episode that we yeah. did with your buddies because they let the maple syrup. So our, one morning, Ma boiled molasses and sugar together until they made a thick syrup. And Pa brought in two pans of clean white snow from outdoors. Laura and Mary each had a pan and Pa and Ma showed them how to pour the dark syrup in little streams onto the snow. They made circles and curly cues and squiggly things. And these hardened at once and were candy. Laura and Mary might eat one piece each, but the rest was saved for Christmas day. Have you ever done that before? No. Have you? No, but I want to now. Yeah, we'll have to try that. That might right? have to be a, a winter experiment here. So you got to heat it up. I'll have to talk to Matt and Jed, the experts, and right? see if that's a thing. Ask them about doing that and making it in the yeah. snow, making some maple syrup candy. I think the yeah. kids would think that was really cool. Making it. Yeah, I wonder if, because they said syrup and then molasses. What yeah. was the? It was. Yeah, so uh, you probably have to molasses add some and molasses. sugar. Oh, okay. So I wonder if you can do it with just syrup or if you have to add something thick like molasses to, to maple. Know sugar people have to let us know if they've tried that and then i'd love to um, ask matt and jed what they think and how that works so lots of fun things in this story and the, the this version i got of little house in the big woods i still have mine from when i was a little girl but if people are looking for great gifts like your family's doing where they're gifting books throughout the holidays there are beautiful new additions to give to I'll, I'll post this one in a picture because it's so pretty and it has a forward by Laura Bush in it. So this one was printed more recently, but yeah, giving books for holidays is just a wonderful, wonderful gift. And I think people should start writing little inscriptions inside of them again. You know, if you're a grandmother, yeah. grandfather, aunt, uncle, and you have no idea what to get kids, Give them a book, but write in it. Because that's one of my favorite things when I get a an antique book or vintage book is to see the inscription inside of it and the date. So I think that's, that would be a great thing to do. I agree. Yeah, and the, the artwork on books now is like the, the new prints is just amazing. The yeah. Covers. Yeah, I have awesome. two other things that I just thought of over the holidays that I thought were fun to pass on. One thing, I went to a, a friend's Christmas party 
and she did a theme of favorite things and everybody had to bring three of their favorite things. So they had to be the same thing. So somebody brought a cleaning supply. Somebody brought a thing of makeup. Somebody brought uh, vanilla sugar. Everybody brought something that was their favorite and they brought three of it. And then everybody shared the favorite things and then drew names for who got to take it home. And it was so much fun to learn about new things that everybody loved. Somebody brought this great kind of pair of socks. So if people are looking for a fun way to do gifting, even in a family, that could be a fun way to do it. Everybody brings something that's their favorite and then everybody gets to take it home and learn about it. And the other thing was kind of an entertaining idea. I went to another Christmas party and a girl had a big, like a big champagne, big bowl. And she had all the the white wine and, and drinks in it, in the bottles. And then she had filled up balloons with water and tucked pieces of evergreen inside the balloons with the water and then let them freeze outside. And then she popped the balloon off and then she had these balls Oh, that's amazing. With evergreen inside of it. And that was what was keeping everything chilled, all the drinks. And it was so beautiful and sounded so easy. I can't wait to try that. Oh, that's that's super fun. But you could probably do that with, I mean, you could put anything in it to make it beautiful and fit the theme. And I mean, we're in a cabin. Evergreens doesn't have to be just Christmas in there. That could be there all all the time, any time of the day. And I'm thinking like you could do those like little mini bottles of liquor where yeah. you just put them in the balloon. And then when the ice thaws after you've drank what's keeping cold, then you'll have cold little mini bottles of liquor. <laughs> that too. would be cute. It would just, it'd be like a, it'd restock itself. So, so you could go have things. fun because you don't have to restock the bar. Right. It just restocks it. You could just go leave your party and go yeah. do whatever. I yeah. hadn't even thought of that yet. So that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, well, I mean, wishing you guys just the merriest Christmas. We hope you have a ton of fun. And uh, I think we'll, I'm sure we'll have some reports back afterwards for one of the next cabin chats here with how our Christmases went. Yeah, I can't wait to get get back to get into the new year. And we have some great guests that we are so excited to interview in 2022. So I'm really looking forward to talking to some of these, these great guests we're going to have. Yeah. Oh, and I just wanted to mention too, we had some folks in yesterday that listen to the cabin cast all the time and they drive all the way from Washington state to a cabin up in the Northwoods here. So the cabin cast is on their list and they found it organically. They just found it from doing, you know, random searches. So shout out to them and, uh, you know, enjoy your drive back and forth. They said them and their their kids definitely have to come up with good entertaining road trip things. And the cabin cast is in their mix. So that that was fun to hear. I love that. That's awesome. So yes. Hello to that family. Well, Merry Christmas, Kristen, and uh, we'll see you next time. Sounds great. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Cabin Cast. You can find details and more information in the show notes on our website at www.thecabincast.com. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you won't miss a single episode. Follow us on your favorite social media channels. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Cabin Cast. We'd also love to hear from you. We want to hear your getaway and cabin stories. For a chance to have your story featured on an upcoming episode, email us at getawayatthecabincast.com. Until next week, enjoy the journey.